0: Okay, welcome everybody. Thank you
1: for joining us for another Afterbiz TV After Show for Justified Season Six, Episode Eight. Dark as a dungeon. I'm John Comerford, joined in the studio by Stephen Bottomley. Hey, you can reach me at Bottomley Stephen on Tamara Twitter. Berg. Hi, hi. <laughs>
2: tweet me at Tamara Bird. And
1: as promised, our very special guest, Mr. VJ Boyd, Yay. writer, producer, extraordinaire. Thank
3: you. And I'm also on Twitter at VJ Boyd.
1: There you go. So tweet him there if you have questions, and we will get to those questions because we've had a lot of uh, fans calling in and writing in for with their questions. For you, so we'll put you on the hot seat for that. Before we get to all that, we're going to start talking about this particular episode, Darkest Legend, which VJ Boyd penned along with... Uh, Chris Thank you, yeah. Chris Provenzano. Who is
3: also on Twitter. Is, well, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah, it's, it's time is free, yeah. uh, but with underscores between the words. So. Okay. But he's not that important. I'm the one you need no, to follow. great, <laughs> right. as evidenced by the fact that you're here. <laughs> but you can give his home number out if you want. Okay, I'll do that later.
1: Social Security. We do okay. okay, so dark as a dudgeon as dark as it was, there was a lot of spring cleaning going on. We opened wow. up with, uh, with Raylan deciding that it's time to get rid of the old. So... But yeah. I- <laughs> I mean, he was get rid of everything. And was this because, uh, I'm looking at you like I'm about to ask him questions right away, and I just told him I wouldn't put him on hot seat. Whatever you want. <laughs> but I was wondering, is this because he's just trying to, He he's tired of waiting, he's t- He's impatient now, because this episode was him really pushing.
3: Yeah, what we were hoping was that episode seven would signal a change. Right. At the end of seven, Winona says, no, I want to be with you. And he right. says, well, we'll try it. And, and, and so he's then, making
1: room for this? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Is so he actually now, thinking that they're going to
3: move in there? <laughs> no, I think he, he's planning on moving to Florida. That's yeah, why he okay. wants to catch Boyd. It's like that's right. the only thing standing. And he's been procrastinating to a point, yeah. right? He just kind of, I mean, he didn't even see his kid all season five. Yeah. He just kind of been procrastinating for two seasons. And mm-hmm. now this is the turning point where he's decided, um, you know, no, I'm going to get rid of this house and I'm going to get Boyd and I'm going to go down to Florida and that's going to be my life.
2: Happily mm. ever after. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's what
3: happened to him. Of course. It. Yeah. Yeah. We're so What we could, <laughs> we could go wrong? Yeah. There's no complication there. No. Everyone so, leaves Harlan alive. That's
4: what i <laughs> yeah, I think That's how goes. Is that how goes? It's really close. It. <laughs> I think that's what
1: Max said. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we also find out the locker, Arlo's locker, has got all his memorabilia, which, uh, w- interesting, the love letters or whatever was, was in there and all the stuff that we found. Uh, 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 notably the, the key along with the talk tags I have kind of
2: a dopey production question that okay, I wanted to ahead. ask, which is... How many of those lockers did they have to
3: burn up? That's a good question. I wasn't there that day. Chris was there that day, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they created all the stuff to put in that locker, yeah. locker which was so. I always feel bad that yeah. the, the yeah. props right. department right. spends so much time on that yeah. stuff, right. and you see it for a split second. Yeah. But I don't know. I would have to ask Chris. On. I
2: would imagine that there was at least more than one because, oh, yeah. and, and oh, yeah. Yeah. Were so, I mean, there were so many items and so many like mm-hmm. beautiful little, you know, yeah, obviously tinkets. real, real bits of something. Yeah. Well, we had.
3: Um, it may have actually only out. been one. You know, at the, at the end of season four, when Nikki Augustine's car is yeah. shot up, yes. that we only had one. We only had so. one shot to do that. And <sighs> so they had to get the came and walking away that. one time, or we would have had to go back and shoot it all the next day. So, you know, you sometimes, know I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, sometimes it is only one. You know,
1: that's right. And then you, when everybody knows that, you go... Don't. Fuck yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, well, and I suppose, I mean, you're so good at your jobs by now, you know, kind of getting in the groove
3: that. Then, the production people yeah, are, yeah. at least. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: You
4: hit the stride at the last season. It's like, oh, damn it, we're feeling like Just more. when we've
2: got it in the pocket.
4: I like that scene when he's looking through the Foot Locker because, it, first of all, it brings back. Arlo. Arlo. Second yeah. of all, you realize Arlo did have a whole history. He had yeah. the past. He had all those memories. He, you know, you you only got to see Arlo in a like a two dimensional character yeah. when you saw him, and then you, you, you both dimensions were pretty bad. But. Yeah. <laughs> But here he's looking at the pictures. This is the crowd that meant something to him, and he saved it. Right. And also, then, and then yeah. when, when Raylan just goes, oh, you know, F you, man. Right. And I'm, I'm not going to yeah. honor that. I'm going to burn that. Yeah,
1: it did contextualize him. And also, even more so when we get to later, which we'll, we'll talk about in a second, but when we're in the room. Uh, mm. and because there's a whole history that uh, Raylan has created that's not even there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is the actual stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. that's what he, gets, what he puts the fire, and then he has to put something else to rest later, which is something that he made up. Yeah, that's what.
4: That's I the other that thing, thing I liked good. about it, is you got to see Arlo in a different... Yeah. And, and then you got, you were brought back to the And original. I'm assuming
3: the picture was his mother? Um, yeah, I it? think that that was supposed that the, to be Francis, yeah, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, Cheers, that,
1: that I was thunker. nice. That was nice. I, I like that because that was the only <laughs> time I got a
3: sense. Uh, she's dead now. So. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> she's fine.
1: Yeah, <Well. laughs>
3: teach their own students. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm just uh, never right. mind. So, and, and I guess what is the turning point? He decides. You know, Tim comes and they're ready to. You know, their 24 hours is up. Get back on the manhunt. He has no interest because now, he has, as we just mentioned, he's impatient. He's tired of waiting. Right. I don't care. Uh, I gotta get the to Florida. I gotta put mm-hmm. this to rest, everything to rest, so I yep. can tie up all these loose ends. Uh, and that's why he decides to go and find Zachariah, which was a lot of fun, because I've never seen Raylan get hit like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like oh, well, a, a couple of seasons yeah. ago, he did get beat up after, but he was drunk, or right. had been drinking.
2: Well, when he got strung up. Oh, that's true. He got strung up by Nicky.
3: He also got beat up by Lindsey Salazar's uh, boyfriend. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay, Okay,
1: so I'm I'm really corrected. But I just (laughs) just just think Zachariah was going to be the one to do it, so that was kind of a surprise. Was that something that you guys set up in the room, or do you say it would be kind of fun if Zachariah
3: punches back. You know, it was actually interesting. At that point in the season, we were, of course, yeah. behind. So mm-hmm. basically me and Chris were making up a lot of this stuff while we were writing it. Uh-huh. Um, we kind of just had a framework. We knew it was going to kind of happen in nine and didn't yeah. want to ruin that. So yeah. it was just the idea of that old Western thing of mm-hmm. a couple of guys punching each other a few times, and then it's okay. Yeah, no, you know, that, yeah, that yeah. was what we were <laughs> yeah, going Like when he's on the ground. You, had enough? you yeah. had enough? Yeah, when he's so, on the uh, ground, you uh, had
1: enough? Yeah.
4: I, 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 was anybody else waiting for him to grab a chunk of wood and... <laughs> Just cold cock railing,
1: yeah, kind of, sort of, yeah, something. That was a lot of fun, though. Is that, is that how you envision the scene too? Um, and when yeah, you I mean, it?
3: in my mind, it was there was more fighting, yeah. but this makes more sense because mm-hmm. you can only really take a couple of punches, yeah, and then a yeah. fight, a real fight, is over. Yeah. So you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think it worked out pretty well. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, yeah, and we you
4: fighting. know, he, he leaves him in the right place, which is you're in deep shit either way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So nice. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Sure. Nothing. He's yeah. and,
3: and gave Raylan choice. I mean, Raylan left. He could have arrested him sure. or tried to t- whatever. But but you how know, this gonna... this speeds along Boyd's actions yeah, exactly. will enable him to catch Boyd mm-hmm. and put him away. <laughs> Leave and go the dynamite him. there. Let him do what he's going to do with
1: it. Exactly. So I can catch him when he's doing it. Exactly. Cause... And of
3: course, Raylan doesn't aware isn't aware. And, and Zechariah kind of alludes to this that yeah. Zechariah wants Boyd dead. Mm-hmm. You know, he says things aren't always what you you think they are, right? Mm-hmm. And and so, and Raylan doesn't know that, but may find out later. We'll yeah. See which
1: pushes him to go and meet up with uh well Avery yes yeah Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of fun. And by the way, those scenes, when you guys have those things going on, are they a blast to write? Because they're a blast to watch. Because those guys interchanging with all the great dialogue, are they as fun to write as they are to watch? Oh, of course. Yeah, it, okay. I mean,
3: Sam Elliott's great. Yeah. and Yeah, he's definitely a professional, it's great um, to work with him.
4: When you're writing to those characters, do you really like have to wordsmith that? Or just like, okay, it's Sam Elliott. How do we get every nuance? How do we... How do we melt that?
3: Sure, I mean I, I think it 's somewhat instinctual at this point, but mm-hmm. we certainly go over it many times, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I think this this episode gave us a lot of opportunity because there 's a lot of people confronting each other, yeah. and so mm-hmm. there 's a lot of that verbal conflict, and that 's mm-hmm. always fun. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, while we're at it, I might as well. I, I sent out a tweet, as you know, that um, asking fans if they had questions. And Emily Kaz87 was asking if it was hard to write for Boyd, seeing as he's so eloquent and loquacious. <laughs> uh, it, it is. I the way,
3: tell is, he you,
1: na- is, is he your name,
3: sorry? Uh, no, no. Elmore Leonard named him that <laughs> okay. in the short story. Right. So, And then in the book, Raylan, also. Mm-hmm. So, But so is I get that asked why that you got a lot. I'm hired I'm sure yeah. Maybe that's why I got that, hired. that's what I was wondering. <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of synchronicity. Maybe. I need to ask
1: Graham. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that that why you hired me? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you just write Boyd better than anybody else. That's right,
3: right? <laughs> I, You know, I, honestly, Boyd was the hardest person for me to write probably until this season mm-hmm. because it was just so hard for me to grasp that he can go so over the top and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I would always write uh, him yeah. more like a normal person, mm-hmm. and instead you just have to really swing for the fences yeah, and have him pushing. say things that no actual human would say, and that's really mm-hmm. difficult for me, but yeah. I think this season I finally was like, okay, I'm just gonna do the have him say the craziest, most Eloquent things, and Walton loves it, and he can deliver on it. So, yeah. and also helps that he is so into this character. I guess yeah. not anymore since we're done, but <laughs> he was so into the character that he could tell you, Boyd would never say this," and it'd be like, "Oh yeah, you're right. I guess he wouldn't." Mm. You know, he was so into it, which is helpful. Oh, wow. You have nice. a well-thumbed thesaurus.
1: Thumbless. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No kidding. <sighs>
3: Used it, used it, yeah. used it,
1: used it. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if you do that. It's you know, like, God, we've gone through all of them. Right? <laughs> we've gone through every word boy. could possibly know. Up? We'll just make yeah. up new ones. Yeah. All right, we're going to German. Well, this, this week we had a good one. This is one of my favorite lines, which is, you want some leftover chicken? It's all been
3: at <laughs> It's all been et. Yeah. <laughs> and and that was that written, been... E.T., or did he just deliver that? It was, I believe. I don't remember. Okay, I honestly don't remember. Curious. Sometimes in my mind, I, it all gets conflated. I forget. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Well, it it evokes, you know. I'm just country folk, you know.
1: I I, nothing going on here, Marshall. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, so we got to get back to our thing. So he he goes to Avery, and they have their little tête-à-tête, and he he, he says, "Avery, I'm here to get Boyd. uh, To get Boyd, I got to get through Ty. Put out the reward. So that's how we get to that storyline, and that's what (laughs) forces the showdown with Ty, (laughs) which isn't much of a showdown.
2: So, are you talking about when Raylan sees yeah, him? Or, uh, yeah, because he, we've got a whole thing that happens before that, you know, which, which T- which with Boyd and Ava. Do we want to get to that later? Or? Yeah, well, I was
4: just going to go to the tie part of it because well, you just, just passed over, over my favorite line. we will get back to I it. Oh, pardon, good, Steve, go ahead. Get no, to I'll just crawl under the table. I don't matter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we don't need you. I mean, you see the star?
4: You. Kiss my ass, Markham. that. <laughs> 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 that's yeah, just
3: good yeah um. no I thought it was awesome too I think Chris wrote that scene and mm-hmm. that was uh, no that's great I and mean, I, I've of course seen the episode several times because mm-hmm. we saw several cuts but yeah. I watched it when it was on TV also this week and yeah it was awesome that goes that to that one of my a lot questions. of good lines in this one
1: uh, uh, I, that's what I'm curious about because you live with this story you always see, you broke the story you live with the arcs you write the drafts and you rewrite the drafts and then you see it shot from know, how many different angles and different takes mm-hmm. and you still watch it you still I mean you, you still get charged by watching it or have you, are you done by that time.
3: Um, no, as long as it's, I'm happy with how no. it turned out, then yes, I yeah. still okay. enjoy it. Cool. And, and I really enjoyed this one. This is one of my favorite ones I've written. Yeah. I, in fact, exciting. I would say this was my favorite one i This was a lot of fun. <laughs> this, was a,
4: this one had a lot of fun stuff. Well, then I, it? I have to ask the flip question. Any cringe
3: moments? Where you just,
2: oh! <laughs> You know that shows happened. over, they can't fire you.
3: <laughs> Just want to point that out. That's happened before, but we normally cut those scenes. Yeah. We normally either cut the scene completely, oh, or we yeah, or we go reshoot it. We've had to reshoot scenes before, mm-hmm. or re- completely rewrite and, and rejigger scenes. And we had a scene in season three. It was the one where you reveal that Raylan's staying on, uh, above the bar. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. But instead of we had this whole sequence, which is actually from one of Elmore's books, from the mm-hmm. book Raylan, where these college students come and start like making fun of them and following them around and it mm. kind of works in the book because Elmer can make anything work it right. doesn't work on screen mm. it looks like something out of eight, 1985 mm. it's like why are these like generic college students like trying to start a fight with this guy you mm-hmm. know and so we completely cut it and reshot right. a different thing so that does happen but you you normally don't see it <laughs> mm. <laughs> <This> <laughs> it's
4: fascinating that, it, that you go through the whole process before you go I
3: huh, guess it doesn't work <laughs> sometimes they, yeah. That costs yeah. a lot of money Money, so the best yeah. thing is to avoid
4: that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we we'll just have to jettison this. I'm learning a lot today. <laughs> Editing and don't waste
1: money. Wow. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I should have <laughs>
4: known this stuff forever. All
1: right, so that takes us to uh, Ty, who has snuck into Boyd and Ava's. Uh, and decided he's going to offer them a deal because he knows the combination of the vault and that's how we get all the money. Uh, and I just like the scene when, 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 when Boyd comes out. Wow, Raylan Gibbons! And he welcomes him with open arms. And, and Raylan knows right off the bat what's up. And I love, also, this is where you really see how impatient he doesn't care. He's just, and the whole thing about the balls, I want to see your balls, he's just baiting him the whole time. Mm-hmm. He just wants to get him so pissed off that he makes a bad move, right? Yep,
3: exactly. So that's he the wants whole, to hurry him up, yeah. and the, the whole the goal with that scene, and we kind of got there, and you mm-hmm. can't go too far because you always want them to have that playful banter, mm-hmm. but was for it to be a little less playful, a little mm-hmm. more direct. Yeah. Like, I've been lying to you. I want you to rob this thing. and just them being somewhat direct with yeah, each other yeah. because Boyd has found out that he's been using his fiance as a CI. That's mm-hmm. a big deal, yeah. and Raylan's in a hurry like seven was a big turning point for both of them so Mm -hmm. uh, I think that we accomplished that I mean a lot of the viewers seem to notice man they were very direct with each other compared to how they normally are
1: yeah that's what I thought was great about it because I think this really shows it's like uh, Raylan kicking a door in Mm -hmm. but you know metaphorically and then also the fact that he he has that nice little line he's like uh, part of me is going to miss this when it's over and yeah. I think everybody watches? is going yeah we really yeah. are that
3: worked out yeah, yeah yeah did you mean for it to be that uh, inside you know I never even thought about it when it was on the page oh yeah but oh, when wow. I watched it I was like it was obvious yeah so yeah yeah so that
1: was a nice little moment for everybody like a like, little easter egg for those yeah, people yeah. so that was nice I appreciate that uh, so of course Ty <laughs> I like also the, the Ty's overhearing all this and then you you just hear thump and he's gone <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was a nice little thing and then get shot so what is he say at the end there? He doesn't it say is anything. It's not just money. It wasn't just, it wasn't money. just money. We just don't get, get to do that, so we just... I, I have, to say, I, I, have
3: to say that I love that scene. And I mm-hmm. didn't write it. Chris wrote that. And I, I mean, we didn't break how he was going to die. The mm-hmm. whole... It was on the board. It was just in he, Ty Walker, dies. you yeah. know. And so we just... Chris just made it up when he was writing it. And I love it because it's so ambiguous. It's such yeah. like a... It's a very real death scene. It's like... It's not a big showdown. Mm-hmm. It's... He's running away. He's running for his life. Reena yeah. comes out and shoots him. He He's like... Dies, He's yeah. saying, uh, not not just money. He's yeah. just trying to defend his honor. I mean, no one ever dying wants to be told right. they died, died for what? For, nothing. for nothing. And here he is, yeah. a soldier. He, yeah. A
1: soldier doesn't want to die for just money. I yeah. mean, that just has a, no meaning.
3: Yeah, so I, I, I think that some of the audience may have been disappointed that because it's like, oh, Dillahunt, he's amazing, yeah. and he is. It's yeah. like, oh, I want them to draw down. But hey, there's a few more episodes. You'll get yeah, to you'll see get some to draw, showdowns, yeah. and I thought it was surprising that, and That's why I liked
1: it because I, I felt the soldier, this is the way he died how horrible for him and that's kind of the way things go sometimes in Harlem is that <laughs> somebody who you'd want to die a virtuous or heroic death no that's not going to happen here
4: well I took it as, because you know in previous seasons the, the bad guy is always dying in a cool way you know, Arms of cut off, all this sort of stuff. And he when gets shot in the back. And the first thing he says You shot me in the back. Like, Wait a minute. I'm the final villain. And I get
2: shot in the back.
4: Yeah. Well, and of course, one of the best lines again, yes. there's. Um, you want
2: to be shot in the front.
4: You, you should have come run towards me. Toward
2: I
3: thought it was, awesome. It we was thought, awesome. We almost didn't shoot the scene that way. We had oh. blocked out when I um. went, because we, of course, go scout the location. And yeah. the director, Gwyneth Warder Payton, who's awesome, who used to direct a lot of The Shield, and she does Tyrant right now. But we went and looked at the location. We were going to have Ty being hiding up in this hill that's back there. Mm-hmm. And Raylan was going to be searching for him. as was very tense. And then he, Ty was going to miss him. And then Raylan was going to pull and get him in one shot. And it was mm-hmm. going to be cool. Sure. Uh, and, and But it was written the way we ended up shooting it. And mm-hmm. it was because we were running out of daylight. Uh-huh. And so they said, you know what, let's just do it the way that it was, it was written. written. And I like it better.
1: <laughs> no, I do too. It does
3: like seem like a really real way to yes. end your... Career, and,
1: and it does allow the big shootouts to happen for Mark and, and Markham and whomever else. So you did save sense. some squid money, yeah. <laughs> that I'm guessing we'll be using
4: later. We've this is a bottle episode; to the it squibs. is not bottle, yes. there,
3: there will be some squibs. There will be some squibs.
1: <laughs> poor, poor Markham. So that was
4: the yeah. That was our, you know. And at the end there, when he's trying to like still figure out where where he fits in the whole plan, and I was kind of feeling sorry for the for guy. Markham? Uh, no, no,
1: tie. No, 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 for Ty. That's what I meant to say. Yeah,
4: in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. and, and I like how now he's sitting in Earl's chair. All this stuff yeah. is like, you know, oh, well, guess who's the sho- soldier now? So,
1: yeah, I was feeling a little sorry for I, him. I did. Like, yeah. I, that's why I good. thought it was really good. Yeah. Because, yeah. I, you know, in some respects, his life, his trajectory was, I'm a soldier. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this for my country. All that kind of stuff that goes in with being a soldier and serving. And then he has nobody to fight for except Markham. That's who he's left with.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I just think that's He's kind of caught in Markham's web. Yeah. yeah.
1: And because, you know, who else is going to utilize his talents? Yeah. But somebody like that with nefarious means. And he's an awesome
4: actor. Yeah. Well, he yeah, is he was. great. He so, was really yeah. fun.
1: Yeah. Was it that, that uh, like, things like the way, <laughs> the way he called him, t- you're such a dick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he said, you're kind of a dick guy, huh? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's great, yeah. <laughs> like is that stuff that happens on the day or is that you know it's a mix. You know? it is it's a mix, mix. like, like a
3: collaborative. With with Garrett, he pretty much did stuff as scripted so that was yeah. probably scripted. In mm-hmm. fact, I think that was in me and Dave's episode, mm-hmm. probably. But uh but a lot of times uh, Tim and Walton are allowed to make up a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, as long as it doesn't screw up what's supposed to come next Plot-wide, episode. Yeah. Because yeah. exactly. they know their characters so well and yeah. Tim is an executive producer, so yeah. you know, he's my boss too. So yeah. if yeah. he wants to ad lib something, as long as it doesn't screw something up, it's
2: fine. <laughs> well, so speaking to that, we, we've we read, and we've heard from Jacob as well, that um, that the set is relatively collaborative. Is that similar with the writing process, or how does the writing process go? I'm jumping ahead, sorry. Yeah, we're
3: jumping ahead. <laughs> ahead oh, yeah, jump, sure, jump. that's fine. Jump. I mean, you mean, does, I mean, Tim does have input on the scripts, too, is that what right. you mean? Right. Yeah. Well,
2: that, but also, okay, so you wrote this with Cr- Chris Provenzano, yeah. Um and, but how, you, we instance, were talking about this beforehand. Uh,
3: okay,
1: the beginning of this, uh, I know we're jumping ahead, sorry, we'll get back to the episode, but for instance, the beginning of Year, the season, the arcs are laid out, the themes are laid out. Is that something that the room does, or does Graham come in and say, This is what I'm thinking, and then you guys chime in? How does it work? It's a mix
3: of those two things. Yeah, I I mean, we're all in there every day, unless we're off writing a script. So, yeah, I mean, the details are generally left for the writer to come up with, unless Mm -hmm. someone pitches some crazy detail and it's like, Oh, that's great, make sure you do that. So
1: you break the plot, Mm -hmm. and and then whomever is assigned whatever they write this draft, and and then do you table the draft again with everybody? Sure, you bring it back
3: in, and people can give notes. Notes. I mean, mm-hmm. mostly it's Graham, and we have, like, a glut of executive producers, so they all give notes, mostly. Right, glut is
1: the, is the uh, operative. It's a professional, pro- uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not like cement, derogatory like in exec- any way. No, there's,
3: like, ten executive producers on this show. It's like show, a murder so. of
1: crows, a glut of executive producers. <laughs> I yes. have many
3: bosses, yes. but yes. they all will give notes and such. Which ones uh... did you
1: ignore? Just, you
3: know. can't fire I, I, I don't ignore them. Oh, that's <laughs> right, <laughs> because you still want to work.
4: Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the
3: right answer. Yeah, I have to get another job, guys. Okay, sorry. We'll talk about that Right. Too.
1: All right, so uh, all right, thank you for that. We'll get back to the storyline now. With um, Sorry. where were we, uh, uh, we? Oh yeah, so Ty got killed, and, and Raylan. Uh, I guess the next scene with that particular storyline is, is the
3: night with the lawyer attorney Geist. attorney. Yeah, all the best. It was all good to have ponytails. Yeah, so, yeah that's <laughs> right. <laughs> no, Chris wrote oh, that, yeah. and that was we weren't even going to have that scene. Yeah. And Chris was like, "Oh, we got to have this scene to make to explain why Raylan yeah. doesn't interrogate him." Yeah. So he wrote it in like ten minutes, and just like I'm, I had him say this funny thing, and yeah. it was really. Yeah. Totally worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. work. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Why, why else bother? I'm, that's good for that. There was a,
4: another very funny thing in that. Where Boyd pops out from behind him. So, so are we done? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. I didn't even yeah. notice that. Yeah, like, no, no, I mean, oh my god! Yeah. It was. It was and like no a one's nice stuck nice talking to and,
1: and then the third thing with Earl. They look back at Earl. The split lip. Oh, he he gives right, yeah. Like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That
4: was some good stuff. The only thing we're missing
1: were the headphones for the attorney. Yeah, had to wear right? in right. every time. That's right, you remember uh, that. It yeah. Absolutely. Music. Lots of fun. Man, I mean, and it, is it 10 minute He wrote that 10 Yeah,
3: minutes? he just went back and wrote the it. Yeah. On the day or something? No, no, okay. it was ahead
1: of time. Okay, yeah. okay. God, I was going to say, yeah, we need a scene. Go write something, <laughs> <and> go, go. <laughs> That's happened before. I bet. Yeah. How many times? Does that uh,
3: happen a lot? You know, I mean, we're already—you already have to be at a location. It's not like yeah. we can say, "Hey, we need to see a grocery store," and then we can go get a grocery store. We just yeah. permits that to be gotten. But yeah. sometimes it's like, like the very first episode I ever did, which was guy walks into a bar mm-hmm. in season three. Um, the, the, nice. Yeah, the bar scene where Lindsay is talking to Raylan, and Raylan's trying to figure out what he's going to say in court the next day. Yeah. He's there with his notepad. Mm-hmm. Tim didn't like the way the scene was originally written, and was like, "I want be something like this, and we were mm-hmm. shooting in 15 minutes, so I had to write that scene in 15 minutes. So wow. that was like the, my first or second day on set ever. So I was like, Oh, this is how that's gonna <laughs> okay, be. So, yeah, it <laughs> out. out. Yeah, it out fine, right? <laughs> yeah, Did yeah. you like the scene better? I, I it was fine. It was it fine was either fine way. CD, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I, yeah, I got yeah, to write it, and it worked out. Yeah. I, the yeah. audience is happy. I'm happy. Yeah. So and uh, so how many
1: are on set? Uh, Writer, producers on set. Is it it's always one at least one because you have to make sure the plot doesn't get messed up? And yeah, at least one.
3: Unless like Michael dinner is ex- one of our executive producers yeah, so directs- if he's directing an episode yeah. we don't go because okay. he's also a writer and he he's an ep all. so he can do whatever he wants yes. but um any other the guest directors we mm-hmm. always go
0: yeah mm-hmm.
4: let me ask about that so you're on the set and let's say there's something that isn't working how ha- w- what happens there do they turn to you and say we need something or or you know is it do they say, "Hey, so, what do you think of this?" I mean,
3: it could be either way. I mean, you get all things. Like sometimes I'll have to interrupt and say, mm-hmm. "Okay, you know, I see why you think that works, but mm-hmm. we're doing this because we're planning so and so." Like there was a lot You're of our, there up. was actually a lot of argument. Well, I don't want to say it, argument. There was a, discussion. A lot, yeah, a lot of discussion about the uh, Duffy guacamole scene. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I, like do we need this? Like the actors didn't understand why we had that scene, mm-hmm. and I explained how everything we we're doing in that scene. You know was setting something else well, up. Well, right? Speaking of that, so, uh, what were to, you setting up? Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. <man. laughs> I don't want to ruin it for you. There's a theory, <laughs> there's a, a theory
4: at this okay. table that we I will discuss. Think,
3: I actually want to hear the theory, though.
1: No. Let's look for what? guacamole.
4: No, no, no. Uh, there, well, when we get to it, it's it's down the list. But. Okay, good. all right, all
2: right. Okay. All
1: right. So, Moving along then. God, uh, I kind of forgot. Oh, we uh, the attorney. Uh, we're, where were we after that? Uh, oh, we, uh, get we take Boyd. Yeah, we take Boyd back to the to the Gettysburg War. Yeah, yeah. Just and I'm thinking. Why would you do that? Never, you don't let that, that you know. But of course, they're just baiting him, setting mm-hmm. the trap and everything. That they're because the right Raylan wants to go. Oh yeah. And if Boyd doesn't make a move, Raylan can't leave. The lever. Absolutely, just keep forcing that down, and, yeah, and, and that's that a good. lot of money. I like the shot, especially the the side shot with both of them looking into the vault. And oh oh yeah, and a lot kind of people
3: of, noticed that the yeah, lo- yeah, exactly <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That was
1: kind of fun. <laughs>
3: <And> <laughs> just enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just
1: enough. Even Raylan, I'm like, oh no, it's safe because Raylan's there. Yeah, and I really loved the way it, the end, the last scene between uh, Boyd and. Raylan, when he says i'm trembling with anticipation then he hears that little thing and then you say oh that was just sweet good good tremble there i mean that was all scripted i'm assuming and yeah yeah yeah, that was nice that was really fun i just love the way that was so ominous
2: i was making me really nervous that seemed made me nervous oh really (laughs) you thought something was gonna happen i thought the boom was gonna be bigger
1: Uh, oh yeah uh, you thought something he was gonna like yeah
3: they have two days this is only the first day they've got another day yeah oh thank
1: goodness and you know this is episode eight we we got a few to go. So yeah, 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 yeah. But the good news is, there's
4: people to kill and there's dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: and we haven't used up all hard. we uh, squibs. There's, there's <laughs> our special effects project. <laughs> According <laughs> to
4: my numbers, there's yes. a lot of squid money left. Yeah, there's. Yes, there's many. You're correct. <laughs> then
1: <it was> a- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you much. All right, and then of course the, the the big thing with the reveal at the end. Now I really want to talk about the whole uh, secret room, Arlo's room. Yes, and how that came to be because mm-hmm. I, that I, I I was not expecting that and didn't. You know, why would I? But then the shot of Arlo and I, you heard his voice, and that's one thing. And then you saw him. It's like, geez, that freaked me out. I'm not. And I haven't got freaked out at all. But it an incredibly creepy. That thing. That freaked me out a little bit. But and it, and it was, how. Who came upon that how did that happen in in the room? Did you guys just go, Hey, what about this? I mean,
3: we we came up with the idea I mean, honestly Chris was really instrumental in a lot of this stuff about Raylan's past. Mm-hmm. So he pitched the idea of that opening scene where he's getting rid of the stuff, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "That's great." Mm-hmm. And then he said, "And he should find uh, a key to something." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it was actually someone else who said, "Oh, it should be a root cellar, and he should wonder. He, it should be something that like, had a, a childhood, like a childhood myth for him. Mm-hmm. Of I wonder what's in there, and it kind of represents, you know, the everything that's evil about it. Is, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so." <clears throat> And so then the idea of him being a ghost was something, and Graham said this in interviews too, uh, that Chris just did in the script. It was just going to be him going in there mm-hmm. and realizing there's nothing there. And it was like, well, how do we dramatize that? Is he going to mm. talk to himself? And right. it's like, okay, let's just do the ghost thing. We haven't mm. really ever done it before. No. Because when Arlo saw Helen, it was because he was going crazy. Right, yeah. You know, But in this case, it's not really Raylan seeing Arlo. It's <laughs> no, Raylan talking it's to thoughts. himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was very cool. It's something we haven't done before. And that's one of the reasons I love the episode. It's yeah, very, it's kind of different. It, it does is different. different things right.
1: I loved it. I thought it was extremely effective. Because hey, how else could you dramatize what the hell he's thinking? I mean, there is no. Mm-hmm. You have
3: no pop up thought bubbles. Yeah, that but, but nice. like the that text in House of Cards. Nods are like yeah. on the screen. That be That's beautiful. also
2: something you haven't done before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Raylan oh. could have Twittered to himself. Oh, I like that. Just Thinking about Dad right shout. now. Yeah, yeah. Dad might be here. So,
1: <laughs> and I, I now, what I'm also curious about now, when you're talking themes at the beginning of the year, it, was this the scene where you look? How do we put his past to rest? Because the whole thing is about past, future. Uh, you know, burying the past. Shout-outs. There's actually graves that's and, and mm-hmm. digging up the past and digging up the graves. I mean, all that kind of imagery and all those themes. Now, was that part of the from the beginning? or did that evolve over time?
3: Uh, I mean, I think it was... It was very much that idea because the mm-hmm. the whole thing was like seven's a turning point. How right. does eight illustrate that seven was a turning point? Right. Okay. What does Raylan need to clean up? Right, you know, and so that was the point of that, so that we can go forward into the last mm-hmm. four. Yeah.
1: So and I and I loved all the language about the past is a statement, the future is a question, and then the past, No, they're fighting you know, for who's going to live. I mean, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and even Markham saying that yeah. the past is a shadow. <laughs> no, it's not. You know. Well, yeah, well, the way it was written. I mean,
4: the way it played out was is definitely that Boyd and Ava. Their past is still chasing them. They're trying to figure it, and at the end, Raylan's s- standing in his past, yeah. and there's there's
1: no there there.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's, he's standing
4: like, in his unknown future. He even says the
1: future is a question mark, and he says, "Where do you put this?" I guess it's yeah. Yeah. this is This is what I loved about it: is after yeah. that
4: whole journey, his decision is, "Yeah, bring the past with me. I <laughs> take, tear take, it up, take it up, because yeah. you can't outrun it. You might as well bring it with you. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. half of it anyway."
3: So, it's like, I, I yeah, well, moving his gravestone, I don't have to die here. Yeah, that's yeah. what, that's, you know what that's, I mean. What yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He may be the
1: only one that lives on in life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Either,
3: weird, I don't either. Wouldn't that be weird to, wait yeah,
1: yeah, to yeah.
4: see? Wouldn't that be weird to see your <laughs> own <laughs> no. gravestone every day? <laughs> yeah. I know. Weird. We it's talk seven, about that a lot. That
1: that's weird? so weird what? and creepy. Yeah, why? I mean, I know it's not. uncommon People do it, so
3: I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you know what I would do? I would fade or something. I would just go
1: out and like chisel twenty
4: eighty seven. On the death day.
3: You know, <laughs> it's like uh, some Grant Morrison sigil magic right there. Yeah, I like that. yeah, creating my own reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: so that bizarre. would be weird though. Every right. day is Halloween. All right. So anyway, I just like those themes, and I thought that was, well, executed and an illustrator is a lot of fun for me anyway. I, mean,
3: I think everybody else enjoyed yeah, that. But it was this, good for
1: me, was one of the best of the season. I really enjoyed this season, too. Thanks. I thought this mm-hmm. has been, It's been fun. Uh, I've been very happy with it. Because you've been there from the beginning. It. Yeah. Right?
3: I, this, is one, this, is, I, this was my favorite season working mm-hmm. on the show, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been one of my favorites watching it, too. It's been oh, great. That's great.
4: We, we've been saying here that it seems like the writers have been, like, just... I don't having know, fun. Having fun, you know, is like, let go, you know, here's what we need to button up, but I mean, is that how it felt? I
3: don't know, no, it didn't know. No. So John's <laughs> been wrong this whole time. It was very, it was very <laughs> difficult, yeah. but it was very fulfilling, you Yeah, know, well, it, was, it was one of the best times I've had because I got to write three episodes, and never got to do three in a season before, mm. um, and we we 've been the same writing staff now pretty much the whole time, at least since season three it 's yeah. been this core group of people, and so it was just one last go around, but it wasn 't easy because there were so many things that was like oh we can 't this is our last chance to do this or this or that and yeah. It's like what do you leave behind yeah, yeah, so so, I was wondering. And, and there was definitely was a lot of push pull with like i said there's a lot of producers on the show mm-hmm. and there 's a lot of people who want different things, and just no one's going to be completely satisfied. Mm-hmm. I, I think the audience hopefully will be completely satisfied. Mm -hmm. He will not be a lumberjack in the end. (laughs) (laughs) If you watch Dexter, oh, I see what you say. (laughs) He'd be more unhappy that that he was a lumberjack at the end.
2: Uh, <laughs> Stephen loved that joke. So as yeah, an other you guys Stephen. were
3: like, what is yeah, wrong with this guy? Okay, get him well, out of here, lumberjack. No, he no I was Dexter. just I, I was just thinking we an action body
1: part so that was the only reason why we didn't get it. All right, uh that's you know the, the part the Boy, Boyd Ava storyline that I was fascinated by was the end one when they're uh talking there they got the t- you, it's you got you want 50 grand, you want 10 million, the, all that yeah. back and forth there and, and Ava's so desperately trying to give him the choice to get out while the getting's good. Yeah. I don't think she sees any happy ending out of this.
3: Joel's doing a great job too. Oh, or this did is a great a, job. All amazing done. She's season done, for done her. because there's been so it's been so ambiguous what yeah. she wants. So much she just wants out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? These she's being pulled both yeah. ways and she's having to play them both and without her giving a great performance it wouldn't be clear. No, yeah. And it is clear. Yeah. So. And
4: she was so locked up last year.
3: Yeah, well, literally. I, I, every yeah. every time I was on set yeah. when I saw her, I'd be like, "Hey, so next episode we're gonna be in prison." <laughs> <That's right. laughs> because the entirety of season five, yeah, she never see. saw the other actors. Yeah. Yeah. All her scenes, so uh, it was one day a week at this prison that's yes. now closed in Whittier. Was, they tore it down. Actually, mm-hmm. it was a closed juvenile prison. So all her scenes were just out there. She never saw anyone else, and she Ugh. had no change of clothes <laughs> ever. Oh God, <laughs> was she going crazy? I I don't know. It probably wasn't fun. No. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine.
1: <laughs>
4: she must be glad to be back, because she's yeah. been doing great yeah, uh, this did. season. Yeah, it's I mean, been so, it so much it, fun. It's the bouncing
1: back and forth like crazy. What a great
2: thing to play. Yeah, yeah she's really had an opportunity for tour de force. hmm Performances
1: with this. And especially person. I love when, when she bounces between Boyd because the argument she has with Boyd, a completely different argument, in a different way with Raymond at the end there, with them, you know, fighting back and forth. Her, just, just please don't, somebody don't kill me. Just don't yeah. kill me. Don't, <laughs> don't kill me today. Don't
2: kill me here. Yeah.
1: yeah. What <laughs> I,
4: I, I enjoyed when Boyd was trying to, you know, have. Have Ava see their future because once again he created his future with empty boxes yeah. and just uh, crap from his office yeah. and and to Boyd, that was ten million dollars exactly you know and I'm looking at it, I go it looks like empty boxes and crap <laughs> Boyd. Yeah. but you know and I don't know if this is what you guys are intention either you know, what he was but it seems like every time they talk about their future I'm noticing it's like enclosed or it's not really wide open look at what we have in front of us it's always kind of enclosed and or is uh, that just
3: well, I mean, I think there's supposed to be a feeling that it's just something they're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like is can they really go off into the sun, into yeah. the the mm-hmm. sunset or mm-hmm. whatever? I mean, does anyone really foresee that being the ending? I mean mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell you, but generally Bonnie and Clyde don't survive in that way. Yeah. You know? So I mean they, it is supposed to have a foreboding feeling about
1: it. Well, you yeah. think yeah. he's giving you know, anything you know up? Gonna like there's gonna be a hail I'm not giving anything me? up. Boy didn't have it in a yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: They get ambushed.
2: <laughs> We've had enough experience with people on this show that they don't tell us anything. Oh no, they shouldn't. It <laughs> it's so fun to try to get it out. <laughs> no, you know, it's not it. I don't want to
3: ruin it for you. Yeah, I, I hate spoilers. Yeah. I would hate it if oh, I were sitting no, there and someone we, ruined no. it. Yeah.
2: No. yeah. no, but as soon as the cameras are off, we're going to be peppering <laughs> you with questions. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, hey, hey, did you have anything else to say about the boy David thing? I thought you
2: were... Um well just the you know, the moment in the house when Ty is there and all yeah. that, and with t- the, her tied up, going for the gun, going mm-hmm. for the knife, going for the duck. Tape, you know. <laughs> um I enjoyed that. Ava completed. Right. Ava's um Scene with Raylan. So, just speaking again, yeah. I tried to jump in, but I just couldn't at that point. Um, Ava's scene with Raylan at the end. Yeah. You can see her just slightly unraveling. Joelle yeah. Carter played it so perfectly. She's just talking a little too fast. She's a little hysterical isn't the right word, but just like you can see her kind of That's unraveling. And in the very mm-hmm. next scene, Raylan's like, she's burned. I know it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's genius. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's all that, I wanted that, to say that was, about that. was a fun little scene between uh, uh, Erica and oh, Rachel and, er- and Raylan. Yes. She's yeah. burned. Oh, my God. why? Yeah. Head. Yeah. So good news is the bad
4: news. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. But as far as we know at this point, Raylan doesn't know that Boyd knows Ava is
3: his CI. No, right. I think that will... No, I think that that's, no, think what, that's it what it would mean. That's what it implies yeah. the fact yeah. that she's. Like when he's means that talking that she to she Rachel, he's out. saying, yeah, she's found out. She's trying to blame me." Yeah, you know that. That Boyd knows. You know, yeah. I think that's what he's trying to say. Oh, okay. So, but but on the flip side, you'd be correct if you said Boyd does not know that Rachel knows. That. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. that'll be explored a little further. going If that forward. sounds
4: smarter, that's what I meant to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty sure. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it sounds smarter coming out of him. It sure does. <laughs> I, I, it came out of you. You right? want to trade places?
4: <laughs> because seriously, this chair—there's something wrong with this chair. <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> Where are we? How um, are we talking about? We, the, the one thing, we had the great scene between Art and uh, Catherine and oh, yeah. uh, last week. Oh, yeah. Now we got to have Art and Catherine this mm-hmm. week. Yeah, uh, And, of course, we, before that, we had the guacamole scene, with which I was like, what? The guacamole? <laughs> what the? I'm not
3: I was saying even, the guacamole is a set I, know, I, I understand just the scene it. as a whole. I know. Yeah. I understand <laughs> that
1: part of it. I just It was just fun. And then the whole thing about, let's play doubles. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> like don't, don't talk out of turn. What? The Where's look he got. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, then was, and
1: I'm just curious about that particular scene. It's like, let's bring Mikey in. I mean, is that how does that... Well, that was,
3: that was some of the discussion, is why yeah. is Mike talking so much? And I explain okay. to them why, and you'll see why. Okay, there you go. All right, We're so. trying to develop Mike into a character. Okay. All great. right. The, well, I do
4: have a question about that scene. So what was the deal with her unzipping her skirt as she leaves? Oh, the
3: Unzipping uh, there? There her skirt. The way I wrote the scene, there was a lot more of... Uh, well here there's a thing that Tim Oliphant always says about scenes which I think is very cool is that you want the audience to always feel like someone's gonna get fucked or someone's gonna get fucked (laughs) you know And so the goal of that scene was to feel like why is Art going in here, is she gonna try and seduce him or is she gonna kill him? Right. Right? And there was a lot more of discussion about those two the things than we ever wrote it opens the scene. Up with the, yeah. And the scene was just too long. Yeah. And so we cut it just to the information. Right. Mm-hmm. But there was her saying, you know, you want to drink and he says, you know, my wife wants me to cut back, and she says, Oh, but she doesn't mind you coming into a woman's hotel room, mm-hmm. right? And so so then it made more sense. Like mm-hmm. it kind of played into right. it, but that's the only taste of that you still have. Right. Yeah. Well, no, it opens up with, with you know, art. Yeah, why did you invite why did
2: you invite me here? And he's this pretty lady like you clandestine. Yes. Tele- so, yeah, so it bookends book the scene, that, yeah. so it,
1: it works in that regard. Good, good. So she's just like fucking with him really. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. So yeah. and
1: and he may have gotten fucked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it works the Timothy Oliphant's. together. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna remember that. Who's getting fucked in this scene? <laughs>
4: <laughs> she also says something that, that we've been talking. She says, D- didn't Gordon Keith work for you? When she talks mm-hmm, to Win, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if we no, don't he know he who the snitch is, we're thinking yeah. Wynn. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Wynn.
3: Oh yeah, that's interesting. Well, you'll you'll see. I mean, you'll that, that, find out. You'll, you'll, I mean, obviously, the whole events that set in motion what's going on with Markham yeah. and Catherine. I mm-hmm. know it's all backstory. I don't know if it's t- hopefully it's interesting to you guys. It is. It is. But it's it, 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 it kind of postulating all kinds of well, things. Okay, good. Since it set the ball rolling, but yeah. that will you you'll find out more about it. We yeah, won't leave you hanging. No, so. good. Well, and we got introduced to Grooves. Oh Grooves. Yeah. Grooves. Excuse yeah. That's what I meant to say. But it's like well, okay. What well, is that? I should have brought when uh, What the hell is that? When we. It's funny... There will be more talk about Groobs later in yeah. the series. See, you know, I don't. Want, again, I don't want to ruin anything, uh-huh. but it was funny. That was just a one-off conversation I wrote in uh-huh. the script, just yeah. because I was like, okay, they need to be talking about how they're going to get him out. So okay. I just made up this character, uh-huh. and then it ended up like um, Walton on the day was like, I want to know more about this Groobs guy, I, yeah. and then uh, and then in the room, um, it ended up that Groobs was a fix later on <laughs> in a later episode, mm-hmm. and uh, which <laughs> I named it after a guy I know in Dallas and from Dallas, and so it was funny after he game is such a huge part of later episodes mm-hmm. I got a Christmas card from my show everybody here's a Christmas card from the real group She's going to be so excited <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so is he as
1: oddly uh, described in the show <laughs> well
3: that's why I described in that way was okay. just to be funny because I didn't get, get yeah, a kick is. out of it yeah. um, but uh, no he's a, he's a nice guy okay. he, he's, he's, a, he's a radio guy
1: so. Yeah. Oh, speaking of radio guys we had Jackie crow oh,
3: the, you had him here no okay I didn't you know what he, he's a real Harlan radio guy yes. and Graham goes on uh, his show a couple of times a year like yeah. after the uh, first episode and after the finale yeah. and we had that scene like I had pitched in the room because we were like okay what can Raylan do because so he can a hand yeah and I said he should make uh, or get Markham to offer a reward mm-hmm. and on the radio and so Graham said well why don't we just bring in Jackie Cornette, oh, you Cr- know right. who, who goes on Jackie crow on the radio yeah, so
1: exactly which is great. yeah that was
3: and he did great but again
1: another synchronous thing with the names because yes that, it was
3: i was kind of like oh this is going to seem funny because his name's crow and yeah. we had the crows but no yeah. one seems to care no I just, and, I just figured it was a relation yeah <laughs> and
1: because there's so there's many, many so, crows. You know, yeah, exactly
3: yeah. he's just way on
1: the other side of the spectrum he's of on the family, good yeah. family. Yeah. yeah they he's made more, something he's of he's them, So a family tree trees a family shrub
3: part <laughs> yeah. of it
2: he's so good he dropped the e there you go. <laughs> he yeah.
3: the exactly, he so that he wouldn't get confused. Yeah. but still oh, yeah, pronounced exactly. the same way. Uh-huh. So he, he didn't go, I mean. quite go far enough. So. Yeah. But well, that was
1: fun to see. I, I when I first watched the episode, I, I just assumed he was an actor, and then I found out that. So I thought that was great. Yeah. Providing. He did a great job. You, yeah. you flew him in for that? Or yeah. Did you, okay. Yeah, I, I even bought. I mean, it was great. The, the set looked fabulous. Too. I thought this looks like his real place. No, right? we, yeah, we built that, is it. That?
3: We built it in an ADR room yeah. uh, up on the sense. stages. Yeah. So it was like, oh, this already kind of is built yeah, for this the, kind sure of thing. Did.
1: So <laughs> yeah, works great. Yeah, yeah so you took it over for a day or whatever. It exactly. Was then, <laughs> put some
3: posters up on the wall yeah. and yeah,
1: mm-hmm. nicely done. Perfect. Bottle up there No,
3: drafted <laughs> <laughs> the ADR room <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey guys, sorry, we're gonna
1: need this for about two hours. <laughs> We'll make it quick. <laughs> Beat it. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, I guess that's it for Art and Catherine. Uh, was there anything else in that scene that you wanted to say? I just love that Art is still picking, it's just peeling the scab. I hope it ends okay for him. <laughs> I'm worried. <laughs> So I'm, I am curious about that.
4: So nasty. Last I season, just a little bit. Just mean. <laughs> Last season, do you have any characters coming up going, okay? So can I pitch how I'm going to die? <laughs> yeah, do you? Have, no? I really want to pitchfork through my head.
3: A lot of people people when they come on justified pretty much know they're going to die, yeah. or at least I think they should. Yes. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Especially if you're a villain. Hmm. Um, no, has you know Garrett Dillahunt actually said. Early on, because I was there for the first episode he was in, Cash Game, which was number two, he was in the premiere, Mm -hmm. actually, but then we introduced who he is in Mm -hmm. episode two, and he was saying... You know, a lot of times guys die in TV, and it's like a silly gunfight where everyone misses all the time, and I said, mm. don't worry, we're not going to do that. And so I was crossing my fingers, <laughs> we're not going to do that. You know, but so that's the only time really I've had anyone uh, saying, you know, how am I going to go? It's like, I know I'm going to go, but I want to go a certain way, you know.
4: Really? None of the regular actors are, like, coming up to you going, seriously?
3: Uh, oh, you mean I mean, like, well, they know now, but... Oh, so earlier. you mean like the regulars and all that. Yeah, like, like, I mean, like, we might kill off some regulars. Maybe we're not going to kill off any regulars. Don't say his name. So how so. is Wind Duffy going uh, I, you know what? He's going to be headed to Mars. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Poison, bullet, or explosives. Hey, what's going to
3: happen at the very end of the series is he's going to take off his VR helmet and you're going to discover this has all been a video game when Duffy's uh-huh. been playing. It's an Oculus genius. game, like twenty years yeah, in the future. So. Is going
1: to be sitting in a restaurant with his
3: family and his daughter's? Gonna and going to cut and the Music's going to play and cut. And then that's all inside a snow globe. And then right. all of that right. is a dream that Damn. someone's wife is having. I want to be that, in that. And it just keeps room, going and yeah. going. And then, and then, yeah. and then he that's just the looks episode. at just
4: looks at the camera and closes the door because <laughs> he's just another schmo.
3: I'll be interested to see how you guys feel about any characters that might die if anyone dies. Yeah, if. <laughs> If anyone dies. This yeah. is suddenly
4: turning into the
1: Brady Bunch. <laughs> right.
2: They sounds, all live with one bathroom. Sounds super satisfying. <laughs> yeah. That all ending right. we just came Anything up with. else
1: about the episode? Otherwise, we want to talk just about what's you, your tenure on the show and then what you're doing now and what you hope to do later and stuff like that. So I just want to ask more about the... First of all, you got the gig. You, you came in at the beginning, right? You were a writer's assistant. That's or correct. Like that. you,
3: how did you know that? Yeah, yeah I we know know. That. Internet it's, research.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so how did that even happen? How did that happen uh, you know, for you? There, there's you a,
3: lot, a lot of people in L.A. who are trying to become mm-hmm. writers. I mean, that's kind of where you start. You sure. start in the mailroom or whatever. Exactly. Pretty much in, in any Hollywood business, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I just... I cold-called places until mm-hmm. someone needed an Assistant mm-hmm. and it happened to be the show The Beast with Patrick Swayze okay. and so I worked for some great guys over there mm-hmm. and then when that was over uh, my friend Keith who's also a writer on Justified mm-hmm. he knew Graham from mm-hmm. Reigns because he okay. worked on Reigns uh, which is the Jeff Goldblum show and he said hey Graham needs an assistant Graham Yostas you know, why don't you go interview for that and I did mm-hmm. and he did not give me the job for his assistant he called and mm-hmm. said well I'm hiring someone else for that do you want to be the the PA like the mm-hmm. lowest level assistant and I said absolutely because mm-hmm. I need a right. Job and I want to be a writer, right? And mm-hmm. so I went and did that. And then for some reason, before season two, a writer decided to leave mm-hmm. because he was going to bring everyone back. And right. one writer said, "I don't want to come back." And that happened to be the lowest level writer, mm-hmm. which is the spot I could fill. And mm-hmm. so I said, "Hey, will you read my stuff?" And he mm-hmm. did, and uh, he liked uh, one of the scripts he read and hired me. Do you mind yeah. t- yeah, telling him what script it was? What was it? Uh, sure. Well, it? actually, I'll expand very briefly on okay. it because just to say how many people I owe this to, and yeah. I anyone who says that they succeed on their own, they're liars or deluded. Mm -hmm. I mean, not only did I get that job through Keith, the Mm -hmm. assistant job, but then um, Graham, I gave Graham two scripts. Mm -hmm. He read one and didn't like it, Mm -hmm. and he gave the other one to his assistant, Amy McKenzie, Mm and said, read this and tell me if I should read it. And she read it and said, you should read it, and he read it and hired me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if she hadn't done, if she would said no, or just Mm -hmm. not cared or not paid attention, I wouldn't have this job. Uh, But no, I I gave him two scripts. One, the one he didn't like was exactly the following, Mm -hmm. except that Kevin Williamson did a little better, Uh and so his is actually on TV, but it was exactly that, a cult of serial killers led Mm -hmm. by a guy, et cetera, et cetera, Um, and the guy's in prison like at the beginning of the following, so anyway, and Graham just doesn't like serial killers, which I didn't know, Uh, and then the the one that he liked was uh, uh, a supernatural procedural, like I Mm -hmm. love Buffy and shows like Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. and so it was in that vein, like a Mm -hmm. Buffy fringe kind of a thing, Um, but it was very action oriented, and Graham loves action, and I also kind of learned to write action by reading his script, Trips, coincidentally. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, like, reading speed and, and things right. like that. And so uh, I think that's one of the reasons he was like, oh, he can he can write this show. You know, it's funny there was a supernatural show, and we were a, a semi-grounded yeah. crime show. And, yeah, know?
1: it's procedural, because this is much more character-driven than a procedural. So. Yes,
3: yes, but I, Graham also likes close-ended things. Right, like, we okay. always sure. try to have each episode have, like, an end, yeah. and not be, like, a damages kind of, uh, mm-hmm. to be continued, to be continued. We right. want each episode to feel of a piece, mm-hmm. uh, which we sometimes succeed at, so. <laughs> uh, but
1: you always have you still have the through line, so it still yeah, works both yeah.
3: ways. So, but anyway, so that's yeah, that's how mm-hmm. that happened, and then uh, I guess the rest writer, is history. Yeah, yeah and then, then I just you, as the show goes on, everyone uh-huh. gets promoted. So, so let me ask you
1: this: when, when you got uh, got walks into a bar, you said, "Okay, we here it is. We need you to write an episode." How how did that one come in?
3: Well, that was actually an insane experience because uh, I mean, I was writing season two, but I didn't actually get a script with my name on it. But mm-hmm. I did. I was in the room and stuff, mm-hmm. um, uh, and contributed. But then in season three. Uh, that script I wrote a completely different script. That script was not that. It was uh-huh. guy walks into a bar, but it was a bunch of guys in um, in body armor. It was a bottle episode. It yeah, was a bunch a, of guys yeah, exactly in body that. armor holding the bar hostage uh-huh. while Raylan Quarles and Duffy were in it. Oh, in fact, at first it was just Raylan and Quarles. Mm-hmm. Then it was like okay, okay, don't change it and put Duffy in there. So I had a day and I rewrote so Duffy was in there. And then a couple of days later, they said Tim didn't like the idea. Mm-hmm. And so we said, Okay, we have to make up a whole new story. Mm-hmm. Uh and so it was just it was madness and we yeah. just rewrote a whole new story mm-hmm. and Dave who's one of the EPs helped me with it and mm-hmm. so anyway, it was a totally different story and we kind of were making it up on the fly. Uh-huh. We're writing more scenes on set than I've ever done since wow. you know, but it ended up being okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and it was follow <laughs> up, so jeez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's Uh Okay,
3: so and so
1: then tell me uh, what there must be lines like God. Is there a way to get that in there or lines that you didn't get to use that you just, or lines that you wished you had written? <laughs> I'm just curious. How, how do you handle that? Is like, how do we get that in there? I mean, or,
3: or I, ideas that you didn't get to use. You know, I still. Oh, geez, that's um. That's so tough. I, yeah. I there's I mean there's so many things. Yeah. There I mean we've broken entire episodes that we haven't used. Yeah. Um, there was one we always joke about because Ben Cavell had actually written half the script uh-huh. uh, where these Memphis cops were going to come up and one of them was dirty and I don't even remember the details, mm-hmm. but he'd written half the script and then we said yeah we're not even going to do that. <laughs> so then we had to come back in and make up a new thing. Uh, so we always joke about the Memphis cops and and stuff. But uh, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm struggling to come up with something, yeah. some specific thing. I've been very Lucky to get a lot yes. of stuff, in. like I've gotten a lot of friends' names in there. And lines <laughs> I, I reference. I reference Cools. other movies oftentimes uh-huh. with my lines. Like I reference Heat in this one, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the uh, Born to Lose tattoo on the chest, and mm-hmm. the, the liquor store holdups. And I reference Silverado in every episode oh, I really? did in this one, also. Nice.
1: Where, where uh,
3: When I love Silverado. When oh, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. When uh, Joel says uh, he lives about Grooves, he lives like a wildcat up in them hills. You know, remember that Ezra. Uh, says that to Danny Glover, you know, so Um, so yeah, I mean, I've gotten pretty much everything in there, I'd I'd say there's definitely some stuff, if I end up lucky enough to come talk to you guys after episode 12, the (laughs) penultimate, which I also did with Chris, um, there's stuff in there that was in our first draft that I would have loved if it made it, uh-huh. so I can tell you guys that then.
4: Okay. Well, cool. Well, if, if and we certainly hope it does happen, we must have apple pie.
3: Yes, <laughs> we must have apple pie and whiskey. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh,
4: you know, it's tough to watch that show and go. Well, I don't want a
3: drink. I, I, I have I moonshine. Really want you, you a I have moonshine in a a Mag's apple pie jar that yeah, our yeah, production yeah. designer made for us. So it's, as long
1: as it's in the glass and not
3: the jar. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I'm gonna have. We, we have t- he brought some Oh, he some did. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, I, need, I need to go back and watch your episode. Yeah, that's so. right. <laughs>
2: he's a fun guest. He was there are a he gave us a lot of inside stuff. Yeah, um, awesome. I have some tweet questions yes, to please. ask you. Um some of these I'm a little skeptical about. One of them is Mark Roomba, Roomsey 16 wants to know how you feel about the word rangonk. Uh, ragonk. Rigonk,
3: ragonk. Sorry. Sorry. So. It's it, look, I do I actually was interviewed by the Dallas Morning News recently because Are you from Texas by, yeah, by the way? Yeah, from Dallas. Okay, that's because reason, yeah. I do And I, honestly 3 quarters of my followers are just from Dallas because <laughs> I do lots of references to inside jokes on yeah. 13 the ticket. And and regonk is a word from the ticket. Okay. Yeah. It's not a real word. <laughs> and everyone's very upset that I have not put regonk into yeah. Justified. Yeah. How on earth am yeah. I going to put regonk into Justified? This guy's name. <laughs> right. You put in grooves. Gr- grooves at least yeah. sounds kind of like a yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. Regonk. You got him on the head. I mean, yeah,
1: you, you can't. I don't. <laughs> could be a mining term. I'm glad term. you asked
3: that one. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it could
1: well. have been regonk dynamite.
3: Uh, that's actually uh, a great brand of it. Thank you. Where, where seen, were you when I needed you? Right here, Dicky.
1: Dickie would say something like
3: regonk. Dewey am
2: doing doing too. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh do you like eggs?
3: Well, <laughs> you may recall that uh Garrett Dillahunt said uh um yeah, what, about nice eggs? Eggs. Yeah. what about eggs? What about eggs? Yeah. Which is also a ticket joke. So, oh, okay. you know, what about eggs? That a radio host once accusatorily asked a guest, what about eggs? Because <laughs> they were asking a health question. It was so accusatory <laughs> that it's become a drop. <laughs> and so, I people were amazed I worked that in. But All I right. I'd structured that entire scene around Jesse, the phrase, what, the about, eggs? what nice. about eggs? What about eggs? Nice.
1: And here I am thinking that he doesn't have enough time to write yeah. He has so much time. Oh, he uh, Here I am out. I
4: thinking, it's really deep. And then, no, it's mostly
2: about a radio show. That's <laughs> how right. uh, I have fun. Yeah. Danny S365 just wants to know, did you like the gig? <laughs> did you enjoy being on Justified? I
1: love my job. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah um, and he's saying that
1: now, after it's over, after right? No, can't I get do fired
2: anymore. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Child of the Wind wants to know, what projects do you have lined up next?
3: Well, I, I mean, I'd love to do... I, I did a comic book last year called Ghost, Ghost Cop, Cop, which you can buy in Comicsology mm-hmm. or the graphic novels available on Amazon and other Sci-fi places. Yeah, noir type...
1: Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it's, uh,
3: and so I'd love to do another comic book, so I'm pitching to comic book companies, and then I'm waiting to see where I'm going to work next. So mm-hmm. it's not really interview season for TV jobs right, right now. Right. Coming up in April, I'll be doing a lot of interviews. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I would imagine that having Justified on your resume... Would yeah. re- I hope so. So, yeah. I
3: hope so. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, one other question: now, You know, going in that you're writing a, a series that's based on Elmore Leonard, does that is that daunting at all, or do you put that out of your mind? Because no, I just have to do with the task at hand. Or, or how does
3: that? It's that one. I just put it on. Okay. Yeah, you put out your mind, you, you and I, I read before I write the first script of the season that I'm going to write. Mm-hmm. I read a couple of chapters of Elmore to get that voice mm-hmm. in my head, and then I'm like, oh, I remember this. Okay. You know, I'm so good. Do, you Did that. you get to work with him? I met him once, season mm-hmm. one, or a couple of times, season one, mm-hmm. um, but. <clears throat> then he a came. Good job, kid. No, <laughs> <laughs> he came down in a later season, but I didn't get to see him because he went to set and I wasn't on set. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was a really nice guy. I was an assistant then. He was perfectly cordial, oh, yeah. and uh, from all accounts, a great guy.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he certainly was a genius when it came to character and. I hope You guys have
1: to carry and pick up the But torch. you know
4: what? This season, I've noticed it, it was kind of like he's over you guys' shoulders because there was a lot of uh, Elmer esque lines and, and, you know, little things people would say. I go, yeah, that sounds like a novel. That sounds like it came yeah. right out of him. All right. But well, we got to yeah, wrap this up. Out
1: of here. We are so appreciative. We thank you for your time. Thank you. It's been you. a pleasure. Yeah, and more than that, it's just been a pleasure to, to see your work on the screen. We, Absolutely. I mean, your talent is obvious, and we uh, we we can't thank you enough for not only being we here, really but, but actually putting it out there for us to see.
2: We love for you to
1: come well, back. You I will awesome.
2: really- be <laughs> All right. And let's cut this so, so we can find out we what happens. Oh. Just one quick shout out to Paula Place um, talking about how we saw Choo Choo on Battle Creek that's this Choo. week. So Choo Choo, Choo, Choo is live. Uh, JJ Roberts. Okay. Um, that's it. Bye. Choo
3: can Choo find alive more time. At VJ
1: Boyd. VJ Boyd. At VJ Boyd. Tamara Bird. At Tamara Bird. At You can find me here at AfterBuzz TV slash Justified. Well, thanks very much for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you